Welcome to Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the wonderful fans of the 80s television show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. We are discussing Season 2, Episode 16, Life of the Party. So this episode originally debuted on February 18th, 1985. It was filmed 17 of 23, but as Taya mentioned, it is number 16, um, episode number 16 of Season 2 of the 23 total episodes. So this episode was directed by Will McKenzie. He was uh, an older guy. He's born in July 1938. He's had a pretty prolific career. He started out as an actor first. He spent about 15 years as an actor. And then he directed from 1977 to 2009. So he only directed one episode of Scarecrow and Mrs. King. But he had a lot of other long-term directing gigs and then also some directing roles. He was a director on some popular shows. So 36 episodes of Family Ties. He directed two episodes of The Nanny, 32 episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, seven episodes of Dharma and Greg, 63 episodes of Reba, and also eight episodes of Scrubs, which was his last credit as well, according to IMDb. The writer for this episode is Stephen Hatman. Um, we've spoken about him before. He's written four total episodes three teleplay episodes, and then he's also credited as a producer for 19 overall episodes. But I know we've spoken about him before, so not to be the dead horse. The first guest star I want to chat about today is Al Ruscio, and he played Frankie Columbus, so the mobster in this episode. He was originally born in June 1924 in Salem, Massachusetts, and he died a few years ago in November 2013 in L.A., he was actually married to actress Kate Williamson for 59 years. Um, and a sad but interesting fact, they actually died 24 days apart from each other um, back in 2013. So, yeah, really sad. But, I mean, they were together for 59 years. Wow. Hollywood. That happens a lot. One goes and then the other one goes. Yeah. Yep. So, he has 190 total acting credits. Wow. Um, his first credit was in Gunsmoke in 1958. So he was involved in so, so many shows, a lot of one-off type parts, everything from Kojak, Rockford Files, Starsky and Hutch, Fantasy Island, Heart to Heart, Remington Steel, The A-Team, Cagney and Lacey, Hunter, Port Charles, The X-Files, Seventh Heaven. As far as movies, he was in Showgirls, The Phantom, The Godfather Part Three and Jagged Edge. His last credit, 2011 in Goy, spelled G-O-J. And then the only other thing I thought was interesting uh, is that he also comes back to a couple of season four episodes for Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Stemwinder part one and two, and also the Khrushchev list as Rostov. Second guest star I wanted to chat about today is Barbara Kaysen, and she played Miss Flanagan. She was born in November 1928 and died early, 61 years old, in June 1990 from a heart attack. Mm. So one of her first acting credits was as Mrs. Johnson in House of Dark Shadows in 1970, Ooh. the movie. And then some other TV shows she was involved with uh, were The Jeffersons, Little House on the Prairie. She was in three episodes of All in the Family. Also Cagney and Lacey, Remington Steele, Dallas, and Murder, She Wrote. And then she was in 44 episodes of Carter County as Cloris Phoebus from 77 to 79. I read the IMDb plot. It did not sound like a good show. It just, 
I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. Again, it was called Carter County, if you want to look it up, but didn't sound super interesting. <laughs> and then the other one that was more popular that she was in, it's Gary Shandling's show. And she played Ruth Shandling for 30 episodes. Gary Shandling's show was hilarious. I, yeah. I haven't heard of it. Oh, you haven't? No, I didn't. But it seemed to be pretty popular. Yeah. Um, it, had, it was pretty well rated mm-hmm. on it. So I thought it was. And she was in it for 30 episodes. It I think cool. she probably played his mom. Okay. I'm betting. Yeah, at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based at least on the picture. Yeah. Of the guy. Yeah. Of the guy. Yeah. Gary Shanley. Have you ever not, you've never heard of Gary Shanley? Don't know who he is. Wow. Yeah. Raise of hands. Who feels really <laughs> old right now? Who, who is he? He's a comedian. Oh. He okay. was a comedian. He passed away not too long ago. Something. He was also a producer, too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Did not know that. Um, she was also in as a movie, um, The Exorcist 2. I think that's two. Exorcist 2 as Mrs. Fowler. Um, that was in 1977. And then her last credit, same year she died, was on a, a show that only had one season called His and Hers. Hmm. Yeah, so that wraps up Barbara. And then the third one I'm going to talk about today is Mike Genovese. He played Paulie in this episode. He was born in April 1924 in Missouri. He's still alive. He has 104 acting credits. One of his very first overall was Risky Business in 1983. It seemed like a smaller part, but he was also in a couple different TV shows. uh, Knight Rider, Remington Steel, The Dukes of Hazzard, Star Trek Next Generation, Babylon uh, 5 for one episode, and then NYPD Blue. So he had a couple bigger roles in the TV show The Flash for 17 of those, and then in ER, he was also in that for 12 episodes. He's actually still active, and he's currently on a show called Boomers with his wife, Ellen Crawford, was in 2018. He plays Al Sutton, and... Oh, they actually met, or not met, but they worked together on ER at the same time, too, so... Yeah, they've worked together throughout his career. And um, I didn't look up too much info on this next guest star, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Kenneth Gilman, or he also went by Kip Gilman, played Vic Burling, so one of the brothers in this episode. And he's also in Flight to Freedom as Bart Stoller in Season 3, Episode 10. So Yeah, he's that um, journalist that the fiancé thinks he's dead, oh, and he thinks she's dead, nice. and then they find each other, and she's yeah. blind for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that one. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, that's what I've got for guest stars today. Nice. Mm -hmm. The episode Life of the Party, Francine and Amanda work together undercover as maids for a company that is selling sensitive information in order to sell for profit. Mob boss is blackmailed. Amanda plays a key role in capturing them both. So the episode opens at night and it's uh, flashing lovely sights in Washington, D.C. Right. One of my favoriteest favorites of favorites is the Jefferson Memorial. I love that one with the round dome on the top. It's mm-hmm. so pretty. And it at night, pretty. it's gorgeous. We had to include that in our um, poster, remember? Yeah, right. It's right mm-hmm. up there. there I love that. Poster. Yeah, I love that. It's so pretty. Okay. So they actually use the street that is located on the WB lot. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. No, it's not. It's on the ranch. Yeah, it's on the ranch. They use a bunch of different scenes in the ranch, I noticed. Yeah, they do. We're familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And from the the fountain out there. The WB lot. Mm -hmm. So first off, let's, let's... Talk this about the elephant in the room. Outfit. 
outfit. This outfit that this girl is wearing is a poofy down comforter. Atrocity. It looks like she's wearing a pillow. Yeah. It's very 80s. So, I mean, just there's nothing redeeming about it. I mean, you could probably make four dresses from that one dress. That's the excess of fabric that's in it. Conversely, ruffles, ruffles, ruffles. Her hair is totally fine. You could wear that hair today. It's just perfectly straight. I mean... Can't say that for Amanda's hair. No, we're not talking about Amanda's (laughs) hair because it's just atrocious. But um, the woman's like heart of the ocean looking pearl diamond necklace is a little much and... I mean, her overall approach to Lee, too, just really grates on the nerves. But do you hear him when she comes? He's like, well, hello. It's like, ew. I know, but he can't help it. He just, you know. It oozes out of him. I know. He still doesn't see Amanda in that way. Yeah. And so he's, you know, seeing an attractive woman, and she's approaching him, and la, la, la. La, la. Okay, so. he also just plays a part sometimes. (laughs) True. That's the role he's supposed to be playing. Right, right. What what do we think of Amanda's outfit? I like the silver. I hate her hair. <laughs> her hair's horrible. <laughs> the hair overshadows everything. Yeah. Even though it's very 80s as well. Like, it's not bad. Yep, it, it's uh, redeemable. It's got redeemable qualities, unlike that dress that is just needs to go right to the bin. Throw that Except out. for the shoulder pads. I don't That's notice the part it. that's 80s. Yeah. yeah, I don't notice it too, too much. Yeah, I don't either. But it makes her look a little flat. Well, I mean, I know she yeah. is, but I mean, you know, it makes her look even mm-hmm. smaller uh, chested. Yeah. The the pads do, mm-hmm. you know. That hair, though. Look at the earrings. They're always the same earrings. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Are those gold earrings? No, they're those diamond ones that she mm. always wears. So say, you can't wear gold with silver. That doesn't work. Oh, oh, that's what I was thinking, too, Jen, the mixing of the Oh, yeah, like I thought you meant... Uh, they're diamond. They're like diamond ones, yeah, but, but yeah, gold. yeah. There's a, the gold on mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I, I, I assume they are. I can't remember. Yeah, you can't think. That. That's we have to look at them closer. Illegal. Up. <laughs> illegal. It's, yeah, it should be illegal. illegal. Keep earring wearing. <laughs> it's hi. Hi. Don't I know you? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, I'm Betsy Jordan. Buy me a drink. Uh, sorry, I'm. Really not very thirsty. Maybe some other time, huh? I'll be here all night. Look me up if uh, things get dull. <sighs> sorry. Amanda. I'm sorry. Not hungry, not thirsty, and not interested in Betsy Jordan. You must not be feeling well. <sighs> I'm really very sorry, Amanda. I know I'm not being very much fun tonight. Oh, that's all right, Lee. We never have much fun. It is funny, though, because when... You know, when somebody comes up and starts talking, you would look at them mm-hmm. as they're talking, but not Amanda. Amanda just sits there and watches Lee mm-hmm. as he deals with Betsy. Yeah. Well, Betsy totally ignored her anyway. So that's very true, and was quite rude to her at the, the end. Yeah. Plus, I think she finds it amusing to watch the interaction. Yeah, you could see. That's what I mean. She's kind of just watching him because <laughs> she's having a good old time watching him like squirm a little bit. It's yeah. kind of funny. The expressions, though, like mm-hmm. her expressions are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> she the side look she I gives know. Betsy is hilarious, yeah. and then the smirk that she gives then to Lee mm-hmm. is really funny. <laughs> yeah, that one is so that, perfect. Mm, really, you want to go for that? Yeah. <laughs> A little obvious, don't you think? <laughs> 
And then she's just kind of grinning and laughing yep. about it. Yeah, that hair is horrible. So terrible. It's so bad. Who thought that that could possibly be good? I don't know. Oh, poor thing. Oof. That was 80s mom hair. Like, my mom had her hair done just like that. Yeah, that was 80s mom hair. But this That's is Kate. True. She's so pretty. And then they do that to her hair. It's just awful. I'm, I'm not saying it's good on Kate. <laughs> So the chick says, don't I know you? And he goes, no, I don't think so. <laughs> the side look. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Betsy Jordan. Buy me a drink. How Bold. pushy. Yeah. He's like, I'm not really, I'm really not thirsty. She goes, well, I'll be here all night. Look me up if things get dull. <laughs> Poor Amanda. <laughs> and she just laughs. <laughs> she kind of giggles. She's like, sorry, I'm sorry. And he's like, stop. She goes, you're not hungry. You're not thirsty. <laughs> You don't want Betsy Jordan. <laughs> She's like, are you feeling all right? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not very much fun tonight. She goes, oh, we, we never have much fun. And he's like, well, thanks. <laughs> he needs a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, right? He's always saying things like that. He goes, she goes, no, I mean, we're not really supposed to. I didn't mean it the way that sounded. So she gets that she's there for cover. And she, I, I think she's getting, um, boy, her hair looks really big there. Look at that. Doesn't it? Could be worse. She could be in that red dress with the lace. I would rather her be wearing that if she had that hair, too. Oh, if she had that. <laughs> that hair's bad, too, though. Not worse than that short. Pom-pom <laughs> puff hair. Pom-pom. Well, if they hadn't fluffed it out as much, it wouldn't be as bad. Just yeah. too fluffy. Yeah, we have... I always go back to it, but that... that um, the way she had her hair for the People's mm -hmm. Choice Awards in 85... Mm -hmm looks so much better i don't know it's just just they pull it up in the sides Maybe she there had more time to get ready you know <laughs> yeah, for the award for, show this is for a tv show i mean this is I gonna know, be forever like, it's forever yeah the tv show but like you know they also probably have limited time before they need to go on and it's, you know yeah. they're having to do a million takes for it true well but remember they're probably back there just teasing it teasing yeah. it yeah. remember the teasing does anybody tease anymore you got ever? big hair you got oh, oh not that kind of teasing what? She said they're teasing her hair back there. Well, when they you got big there, hair, you, you got big nuts. Oh. Like, do you get it? <laughs> Ouch! Oh, I think that one hurt. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 wow. Come on, that was funny. It was something. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Did anybody else pick up on that funny joke? <laughs> <laughs> if you have to ask. What? Oh, I didn't hear. I can't hear you. You're, you're coming in so loud. What did, you, what did you say, Jen? I just said if you have to ask. <laughs> Ow. Just joking. Okay, Miranda, do you know what the thing's called where they have the little gadget that makes a safe um, switch and kind of like do the safe do cracking the, yeah, on its own? I don't, but I wish I did because I think that's one of the coolest gadgets ever. <laughs> yeah. It is cool. It goes really fast, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... As the maid is breaking into the safe, Lee's explaining what's going on, that he's there to uh, pick up some documents from an attorney for um, an actual mobster uh, who is turning state's evidence. And <clears throat> he said that, uh, you know, they're in the safe and that he'll pick them up um, before they leave from, from the party. And she's like, you know, well, what papers? He said, statements made by a client of his named Johnny Salinas. 
Lifetime mobster, very well connected, but it looks like he may be doing something worthwhile. So he's finally squealing on the big boss. Um, and it seems he's ready to turn state's evidence and sing. So she says, oh, well, you know, don't look now, but your your lawyer mouthpiece guy is coming this way. So he's like, hey, I need to meet with him. She goes, I'll, I'll take a powder to the powder room. <laughs> <laughs> so then we switch back to the maid and she's grabbed something, a document out of the safe, which obviously must be the documents that Lee's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I love that she, where she hides it. She hides it in her stocking, yeah, her skirt. Because <laughs> you know, when you go to work, you always are going to have um, thigh highs on. Thigh high stockings, exactly. Yeah. Could be part of the uniform. My goodness, French maid. Oh <laughs> la la. <laughs> so Amanda accidentally comes in. Uh, she mistakes the library for the bathroom, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Could you tell me where the powder room is?" And the maid is a little nervous and uh she she tells her where it's at and then she leaves that shouldn't be a big deal right nothing's gonna happen based on that of course not not at all do you notice she has short hair too yeah but it's not quite as short no it's not i'm just saying they always seem to when her hair's short they seem to have other people in oh, the, a lot of guest stars with, with short the hair. short hair too yeah okay if i have a question on this if you're working as a maid would you really have that ex- very expensive, lovely coat that she has on? That coat is stunning. It's you know, stunning. White, and it's it it's silky gorgeous. and it's gorgeous. Yep. She knows how to keep it clean. Well, she's making extra money on the side, you know. Right. Yeah. But she's a maid. So, I mean, it's not like she's I would making. I wear that to my clientele. So exactly. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it is beautiful. Yep. I do like that. So, this street is actually on the same lot as amanda's house Mm -hmm. this is where harry thornton's house uh, apartment is this is where the um vanderhoosens uh spend their hideaway where they live for their hideaway for a little while um it's all on that street same street um, right there so the maid heading out they finished up for the night and she's leaving and apparently they all go in the van and and head back to headquarters literally it's kind of funny because it's their headquarters that they use later is actually on the same street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right down, <laughs> down the road from this um, in that same little strip of, of uh, buildings. She tells them that she's got to ride home and she doesn't need to ride back with them. Yeah. And then as soon as they pull off a limo, not a limo, um, Cadillac. Something. Yeah. Cadillac pulls up and she gets, she gets in and we get to meet the Burlings for the first time who are the owners of private party. Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun! I was waiting for for one of you guys, Jen or uh, Miranda, to do our our uh, music. Mm. <laughs> you guys always do that. <laughs> so she gets in the vehicle, and, and uh, her name's Sally. We find out, and she's doesn't seem very happy. Both are bad bad seeds. Yeah, it's kind of funny though, because you kind of feel like at the beginning that Vic is not as bad as his brother. At least I did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then it, it, it sort of changes by the end of the episode. Hell yeah, it does. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, in for an inch, in for a pound, what is it? In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, in yep. for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he's definitely the the um, weaker of the two brothers, but then he's also just just slimy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert on that one. Spoiler. So... 
Malcolm seems to be very excited about what Sally's brought them. And he gives it the once over and realizes what he's um, reading is, um, you know, somebody squealing on a very well-known mobster who didn't know in Washington, D.C. they had mobsters. I thought that was like in Jersey and... (laughs) New they York and everything. All over. Oh, they're gonna say they're everywhere. Yeah, big cities. Yeah, anytime there's money to be made, right? Yep. Yep. So Sally, corruption and corruption. To and be corruption had. Yeah, it's true too. So Sally explains that she's quitting. She wants. She's just done. She's you know over this, and she's like, just pay me off, and I, you know, I'll be, I'll be out of here. And then they kind of look at each other like, yeah, you're not gonna get out of this. Mm-hmm. And then she's like starts i think she feels cornered so then she starts which she just literally she dooms herself her own she totally brain. does i was like stop talking <laughs> stop talking and you might get out cuz she's lie. she's threatening she's like i'll i'll go you know i'll go to the da i'll tell them everything about yeah. you i have all this information it's like okay you just gave them a motive to kill you now you yep. dummy <laughs> yeah well and she didn't set up you know the usual Hey, I've copied all this down on a piece of paper, and I'm going to be mailed to a district attorney. Right, if something if happens, anything to, happens me. to me, yeah, <laughs> she's clearly she not that the brightest piece. Yeah, she's not the brightest bulb in the box. And see, in order to do things like this, you have to be non-intelligent. <laughs> you have to <laughs> so be a lack of intelligence. Intelligent people have stuff on the people that are blackmailing them. Yeah, and she's probably not a criminal, so she probably doesn't really think that way. You know, she probably got kind of forced into it. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. if you're going to go after someone, you better have some protection. Exactly. Especially, you know, these guys are already, you know, unscrupulous anyway. So why mess with that? And I can never forgive her for letting them shoot her with that coat on. I would have been like, wait, (laughs) let me at least take the coat off. Please let me take the coat off. Yeah. No blood on the coat. Hmm. Well, when they shoot her, there really isn't any blood on the coat anyway. Like, I know, you're right. There's no blood anywhere. Because <laughs> yeah, they really didn't shoot her. So true. So she's explains to them that she almost got caught, and they're just kind of like poo-pooing it, like, you know, come on. Um, she's like, you'll never see me again. It's like, well, yeah, they. that's very true. <laughs> probably didn't think they would go that far, though. I mean, they kind of turned. I mean, from just stealing information and blackmailing people to murder, that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. They definitely crossed the line. They, uh, they kind of just jumped with both feet <laughs> across the line. <laughs> right. They're trying to talk her out of it. She's just like not having it. And they're like, all right, you're free to go. He gives her the money. And then they don't even try to hide the fact that they're they're like stalking her. <laughs> yeah. They're just like going. Oh, so they actually use that same, um, that staircase right behind her right there is um, the restaurant where he met with his uncle for dinner. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, that's right there too. And at the very end where she's running toward, that's where the Vanderhoosens hit out. Though um, Malcolm gets out and he chases after and then has Vic pull in. Um, so he already, it's obviously premeditated because he has her him pull back so that he can open the trunk and throw her in after he shoots right. her. So, yeah. Murder one. Mm-hmm. She tries to throw a trash can at him. <laughs> I mean, A for effort. She didn't go down <laughs> without a fight. He doesn't even blink. I mean, he just shoots yep. right at her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that white coat's going to get all I dirty. <laughs> Such a shame. I think that's why I sort of feel like he seems so much worse than his brother at the beginning. Because he just seems like... 
he enjoys this whole yeah malcolm yeah he definitely he he doesn't barely flinches yeah he doesn't even flinch where the brother is like you know like at least phased by it yeah. and then he's mm-hmm. like hey hey hey, come on mm-hmm. and and then the insult injury that he like grabs the money out of her purse yes. like hey well she's not gonna need it where she's going <laughs> so rude <laughs> yeah. that's horrible gosh okay so now we have we're back at uh the agency mm-hmm. and we're in billy's office with lee and francine and billy obviously um I I like the all white. It's a eight it's eighties, you know, outfit. It's very layered. But I, I think it's sharp looking, you know, it's supposed to be a sophisticated outfit. It, it looks nice. It's all muted, you know. Of the three outfits in that room, Lee, Billy, and Francine, I like Billy's best, so that tells you where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that just puts it all there, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kinda of with you on that one. <laughs> you don't like the white either? I like the color, but the actual outfit is just, I can't get beyond the weird necklace, the earrings, the layers. I can't even see the necklace because it's all so one monotone. It's so it's just monochromatic. Too much the monochromatic, yeah. that's what I meant, not monotone. That works too, though. Well, yeah. But yeah. But she I, just looks so much better in color. Yeah. Amanda and looks right, good exactly. in white She's and so she looks good in color. Fair with the blonde hair. Too. Yeah. No, I don't like light colors with the fair hair. Yeah. I don't hate it. Okay. I'll say that. It does all blend together. If you like refined the sleeves a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, made some modifications, it'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like uh, seamstresses like now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. As if any of us could even hope to look like that in that sort of outfit, you know? Like hope to look like that with her height and build. God. What a bunch of Nancys. <laughs> Anyway, Billy looks dapper as fuck. So that's that. oh! good luck editing uh, that one out. Billy looks dapper. Mm, I like Lee's outfit too. It's pretty. It's kind of boring. Using stripes and all sorts of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It just it's kind of drab. So Lee's explaining to them that the lawyer said that. You know, the papers are in the safe. He goes to check and they're not there. So he's like, what the heck? You know, he's, you know, getting the wool pulled over his eyes or what, you know? And somebody obviously was already in there to get it. And she's like, you know, uh, Francine's saying, you know, we got to start over and reestablish everything. He goes, um, you know, they explain that this is a big deal that it jeopardizes the whole case that they've been working on for months. And, and uh, then... There's a knock at the door, and of course it's Cheery Amanda. Mm-hmm. I do not like that pink vest. Yeah, it's like Pepto Bismol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like the green <laughs> eyeshadow either. You know, I didn't notice that it was green. It is though. Okay. It's definitely a color that it, I would not. Oh, recommend. it's definitely a color. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that I would not recommend. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Her hair's not horrible no, to me this is the worst it looks really yeah. i don't think it's the worst because it just it doesn't even look like they curled it. it looks like she's just like there's no saving this i gotta roll out of bed and get to work like like just like there's no saving it literally you know what it looks like my brother's luscious hair before he started growing it out oh yep thank goodness for amanda who else could confuse the bathroom <laughs> with the library right so Lise asks uh, Francine to do him a favor and, and call Judge Moreland and find out who they had uh, for the party. 
um, who who um, catered the event um, so that they can maybe find out who that maid was. So now we're in Billy in uh, Billy's office with yeah. Francine, uh, Lee, and now Amanda. Mm-hmm. And Amanda's mentioned that the maid has uh, was in the office when she came in there, was in the library when she came in there. And um, they're hoping that that is their link. And uh, Francine has gone off to see who the caterer was so that they can pull that information and then hopefully find out what's going on. So nobody has the documents. Nobody knows what to do, except we do know who has them. And so I do want to point out this Columbus meets. So this building on our, and we should probably mention, uh, we have two scripts. And the first one is the final draft dated January 9th, 1985. And then we have a revised final draft, January 14th, 1985. Mm-hmm. In one of them, I can't remember which one. Uh, one of them I had, um, I think it was the party people. Yeah, so it was the revised final draft. It actually had, it was an original. I have the original script. And it actually had a call sheet on it. And it had quite a few addresses on it. It actually also had... Um, Mel's phone number on it at the time, which was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So um, the um, call sheet also had addresses on it for locations. And so this location, um, David Johnson, who is really big uh, into doing the location scouting, Mm -hmm. he didn't know where this was and he thought it was in a neighborhood. Well, because of the call sheet that I had, it actually um, had this listed and it's actually on the lot. So cool. And we actually went online and we Google mapped it and you can see where they did it. And that corrugated building there is still there. And it was, it, it faces a neighborhood. So that's why he thought it was in a neighborhood. So it's kind of cool that I was able to help him find one of the very few that he doesn't already have, you know, because he's got so many. So it was kind of cool. So this is on the the lot um, and you can, you can actually see it still. Wonderful. Yes. So see that neighborhood right there? There's a fence there, and huh. then there's a neighborhood across there. That's the lot. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Now we're, we switch now. Now we're back with the Burlings, mm-hmm. full of integrity as they are. And um, they do kind of look like they could be brothers, don't they? Yeah, they definitely have some similarities. Similar height, similar color, uh, thing, like bone structure and stuff. It's yeah. kind of interesting that they were. The casting the was pretty eyes. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. Um, so we are now in Mr. Columbus's office, and he is, was doing his favorite pastime, cutting meat, apparently. I don't think that's what he was cutting. <laughs> Just, for fun. Yep. Just for fun, right? Cutting up some flesh. It doesn't look like much of a butcher's knife to me. No, it looked like a fillet knife or something, didn't it? Yeah. Anyways. Like those delicate cuts in the flesh. I, I have to say, I love that cabinet. That, do you? Uh, I do. It's really pretty. Oh, no, I don't like it. I do. I think it's pretty. Really? With those poles and everything? Not the poles, but I can see beyond the poles. Take those off and you put on some nice solid ones. solid gray cabinets? It's like a, it's like a gray-blue. I like it. Okay. All right, cool. Interesting. Interesting. That translates into is, what a weirdo. <laughs> no, just, I would, I'm surprised. I like how it's like kind of in a closet thing back there, too. I like that. <laughs> I think it's cute. cool. That's cute. No, I think it's cute. Think cute. It's cool. Okay, just patronize me. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not. I think it's cute. Cool. I don't know how to not. I'll just say nothing. <laughs> and then you can just talk to no one. 
Okay, so the brothers are there to peddle their recent finding of the um, information that Salinas had given his lawyer, and uh, they feel like it's worth quite a bit of money to Mr. Columbus to have it. A bold approach. Right? Because, I mean, all he had to do was fillet their little necks open, and he can take it on his own and not have to pay anything. Yeah, very bold. Yeah. And he's got that, like, goon there uh, cleaning his knife for him. Polly. he's kind of creepy. Yeah. He's got, like, a crooked, mismatched nose, too. (laughs) Does he? Got broken a couple times, you think? I think. (laughs) Well, so they pull out the envelope with the information and show it to him. Well, they actually don't show it to him until he buys it. But they do. Ex- um, he just starts. Malcolm gets kind of ballsy. And he just starts reading off things like. I know how much you made on prostitution last year. I know that you um, put out a hit on uh, in 1978. On two associates. And he just starts reading it. And you can see the weak brother, Vic. Mm-hmm. He's kind of getting like squirmy. Yeah. And uh, Columbus is like, all right, you got my interest, you know, and he's like, uh, what are we talking about here? And Malcolm's like, it's worth at least $10,000, maybe twenty five. Oh, no, sorry. Columbus. Columbus says it's worth $10,000 and, and Malcolm's like, or twenty five cash. So then Columbus doesn't even blink. He just has his uh, poly pull out $25,000 mm-hmm. in cash because, you know, who doesn't have that laying around like that? Yeah. <laughs> and he gives it to him tells me he understole the information that he had. Yeah. <laughs> and he just happened to have all that cash just hanging around in his desk. Right? Ugh. I wish. Well, oh, I don't want to be a monster. But no. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to wish that, right? So, Polly reads it and he goes, wait till you see who the big mouth is. And he's like, whoever it is, they're going to be wishing they had and, mm-hmm. you know, threatening him. So, they get up to leave because... Vic just wants out of there, Mr. Squirmy Pants. And uh, Columbus wants to know, you know, how they came upon this information. Mm-hmm. All they had to say, I mean, they're really stupid here. All they had to say was, oh, you know, we were cleaning and we ended up finding it. They didn't have to tell him, like, oh, yeah, we have this whole racket going. I think if it was just Vic, I mean, number one, if it was just Vic, he wouldn't have even been there. But Vic yeah. been like, yeah. oh, we just came across I it. But yeah, he just was boasting about yeah, it. Yeah, he was sure. totally showing yeah. off. And, well, mm-hmm. you know what happens? Yep. Karma's a bitch. Also, we didn't talk about that picture in the background of that guy. He's got, like, this, like, man-spreading like, look <laughs> to him. Where he's just, like, draped <laughs> over the chair with this, like, pipe or something. He does. Like, Why is it even in there? Like, what relevance is that? It was probably in the prop department. And they saw it and said, hey, sure. that looks like it would be good. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really doesn't go. Like a beer bottle. I know. That's what, yeah. I thought it was a pipe. But I don't know. It's a, it's a really strange... Strange picture. Mm-hmm. It really is. Or a microphone. Yeah, right? Maybe he's doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's funny. So he's like, Columbus is so, you know, doing a class C interrogation on the guys. He's like, oh, tell an old man. How did you come across this? You know, mm-hmm. like totally making it where he's not, you know, like, please school me on how you did this. You guys were so smart. You right. know, it's like. They're stupid because they're trying to show off in front of him, but they just signed their death warrants, you yeah. know? And he's like, Vic, tell him, tell him, you know? Ugh. And he explains, you know, what we do is we arrange par- um, parties for prominent people, 
And then Malcolm jumps in and he's like, this is what we really do. I think you'll appreciate this. Over the years, certain of our employees have been taught to borrow things for a night. Interesting papers, reports, files, that sort of thing. And then Columbus is, catches on. He's like, so, so you can copy and sell it, right? And he's like, yeah. And no one knows you've even taken it. And they're like, yeah. He goes, well, that's good. And then he's like, hey, Polly, why didn't you think of something like that? And Polly just smiles. <laughs> Ugh. And then he's like, I bet you guys do great. And he goes, oh, we do all right. So Columbus then, of course, being the businessman that he is, sees mm-hmm. that um, there's an opportunity for him to get some cut of the action here, more long-term action here. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, business like yours, you probably need some some uh, uh, protection. And they're like, no, no, we're, we like to keep it, you know, low-key and, and uh, small. And he's like, okay, well, suit yourself, you know. Okay, well, that's not how it's going to be. You know, he's not going to let yeah. it go. I mean, come on. Yeah, they actually do because later in the episode, Lee says that they have the papers and they've seen them. So they put them back. Okay, I was wondering about that. Which you wouldn't think that Columbus would want them to put them back, but Columbus killed killed the guy. So then that's a, you know, they, it's, it's inadmissible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if they say they usually put them back and no one knows, it seems like he'd be like, well, you're not, yeah, you're not putting them back. I'm right. Not- I'm gonna kill you right now. Yeah, right? It's a little weird. But they let him have it, but then they end up, spoiler alert, they end up killing Salinas, so they don't, all they have is what he said, but they can't, there's, you know, if he's dead, it's inadmissible, yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd still think they wouldn't want them to have that information. That's true. But everyone knows that Columbus is bad. It's just they can't prove it. They needed a witness. They needed someone to say it. I don't know. It just seems weird. But, I mean, at this point, they've already put the papers back. You know, they do it in the same night and day. You know, when they go back the second day to finish their cleanup, that's when they put it back. Right, so they the second day. they brought him the copy. Right, right. So, even if he had wanted the original, they don't have it anymore. It's in, it's in the safe. Right. Back in the safe. Right. I'm sure they'd probably keep a copy of things, I would imagine. You know, but yeah, but the original's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, they kind of blow off Columbus, thinking it's a, you know, moot point. <laughs> How wrong they are. And he's like, oh, Polly, show him out, you know. Give him some some veal chops that I just cut. The best veal you've ever tasted. Yeah. And the last ones you'll taste there, yeah. Malcolm. <laughs> that rug in there is pretty ornate. Yes. It still seems like they should have had, like in this case, some insurance. Like, we keep copies. If something happens to us, I don't know. You see, they play with fire and... Smart criminals, Jen. They don't exist. <laughs> Apparently not. Most of the shows I watch, they are kind of smart. <laughs> Smarter well, than this. Criminals have, have evolved over the years. <laughs> <laughs> criminals were not smart. <laughs> you guys, when um, Columbus goes back to his desk and he picks up that knife and then he puts it on his desk... Right behind him, against that cabinet that I like and Lexi hates for all her life, uh, her being. Um, on the floor, you can actually see the mark, the tape mark that they have for their for oh, their yeah. mark. Isn't You're that right. funny? Wow, look at those eagle eyes. Like they're, the Q mark? Their Q mark, yeah. It's right there. It's all taped out right there so that they know where to stand. <laughs> you can see it on the floor. I can't take my eye off that painting. I think that guy's trying to seduce me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's the best thing I've heard tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a real... Yep. <laughs> he's trying to seduce me. <laughs> Why, Mr. Robinson? <laughs> we are back to the office and Francine's blah outfit that nobody likes. Look I thought it was belt, okay. Taya, that belt is a crime in and of itself. Oh, I couldn't even see the belt. It's, she's like camouflaged. Yeah. You can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's very layered. At least she's not in brown. I wonder what she thinks about all these outfits looking back. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how whoever did wardrobe got the fabric, the belt, the necklace, everything. everything. The earrings is just perfectly matched, the same color. Well, I think it's an outfit. I mean, I, I think it was, you know... A designer outfit like that you know what I mean like it was made that way yeah like it was created that way I don't know it was the 80s so we want her to blend into the woodwork can you can you accomplish that you know her hair everything everything that shape just yeah everything her teeth look really funny there yeah. Don't they? They do. Looks like she's got braces. Yeah. It looks like, for a second there, it looked like she had braces. That yeah. was weird. Okay. So Francine kind of got a little cocky and Billy is like. I'm amused with your next assignment, Francine, because I want you to sign up with a private party. What? Francine is a maid? <laughs> oh, I love it. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I am a trained, a highly trained agent. I can adopt any cover and make it work. Is that so? Yes. Well, how about a little test? Suppose you had to clean Billy's office. What would you do? Why, I'd clean. I'd just clean it up. Oh, she's got a handle on this. What would you use for the job? I would use cleaning things. Oh boy, she's gonna need a lot of help on this. <laughs> she's not happy that oh, she's just she's pouting. getting she's getting picked on, so she doesn't like it <laughs> and flustered. She goes, "I would use cleaning things." <laughs> that look on his face is hilarious. <laughs> and Billy goes, "Oh boy, she's gonna need a lot of help on this." So of course we cut to Amanda's house. <laughs> and what is she? What is she doing? She's she's. Arranging yellow flowers. True, true. But they, they don't have... It's a three-bedroom house, so how does how do they both have bedrooms? I'm confused. It's only three bedrooms? Yeah, it's, she says it's three bedrooms with a convertible den in the mm. Dead Ringer episode. And now they're saying that they have separate rooms. Maybe they're the line down the middle. And <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. Did you guys do that ever? My sister my and I sister did. My sister and I did. Yep, us too. Yeah. Of course, I had the side with the door on it. <laughs> I was a little smart. I was a little older, so I was a little smarter. Saw the big picture. You got to get out of the bedroom somehow. <laughs> yeah, but I would rather that they I go into their space and them into mine. No, but she couldn't get out of it. <laughs> she couldn't get out of my room. She couldn't go cross over. Yeah, she'd or have to cross over to go to the door. Yeah, but she couldn't. I wouldn't let her. She'd have to go to the bedroom Ew, window. So then you just make her rot? Yeah, like she had to go out the bedroom window. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. I never had to share a room. And... We were 20 months apart, man. We were like yeah. Irish twins almost. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we were 18 months, so I'm You made her that. use the window? Why not? <laughs> 
Hey, he should have just said, you can't even begin with. So who cares about getting out? Right? You're never getting in. Yeah, I, she was I, already I in. I can't tell if you're kidding or not. I'm not. I think I made her go out the window once. <laughs> My sister was a slob, so I always wanted to get her. Oh, right. yeah. Different, different. Yep. Same here. I guess she was like Jamie with the with the sandwiches and the chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, now that um, Philip has narked on Jamie. Nark, nark, nark. And Jamie has narked on Philip. Amanda uh, allows them to uh, go out and play. Mm-hmm. And uh, they only have an hour <laughs> to go down to the park. So cute. Is he wearing like an old, um, is he wearing a club um, members only jacket? It looks like a little kid version of a members only jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those little jeans on them. Yeah, they're so cute. They're adorable. Both of them are cute, Miranda. <laughs> I love I it. She's like, and don't slam. And then the door slams before they could even have possibly reached the door. <laughs> they were moving fast. Yeah. We, we do get to see a foxy grandma sweatshirt. Yep. <laughs> you got to love that. <laughs> I did not realize that that's what it said. No? Oh, I spotted that right away. It says foxy grandma? Uh-huh, it says foxy grandma. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she is foxy. She is a foxy grandma. Yeah, she is. She's beautiful. So they're spring cleaning, and they are they uh, Dottie doesn't seem to enjoy it, but Amanda seems to uh, revel in it. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go up and do the linen closet, and then I'm going to wait until we have to do this all over again. <laughs> do people do screen cleaning anymore as like a no, I don't think, like a ritual type thing like that. I don't know. I don't have time for it, I know. It's kind of like whatever I can do at cleaning. Yeah, right? Yeah. Mine, mine just got clean today. I came home to a clean house. The cleaning lady was here. <laughs> it was quite nice. That's me too, but it's the, like sorting kid stuff that never happened. Yeah, exactly. So Amanda goes to um, hang out the rugs and uh, give them a good whack. And uh, she doesn't see Lee come up and starts whacking him. And then he starts sneezing because of the dust flying out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's kind of funny. Look at all the yellow flowers right there, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, sorry to interrupt. He's like, oh, no worries. I was just cleaning the house. I just finished spring cleaning. He goes, you just finished cleaning your whole house? She's like, yep, top to bottom, inside out, clean as a whistle. And he's like, oh, boy. He's like, well, you probably won't want to do the job I came to offer you. And she's like, oh, yeah, but what? And she, she's like, oh, I'm not tired. It's just a little cleaning. And then, and then he's like, she goes, what is the, what's the job? And he's like, uh, I want you to become a mate. And she's like, oh, her face mm-hmm. drops. <laughs> See, the that building is right on the, in the WB lot. Oh, okay. Right on that same area. So Amanda's house is just on the street. Hmm. How convenient for her. Yeah, right. You walk in there and literally it's like you could just, you, if you're standing at the doorway, you can touch the wall. Yeah. Uh, that's how wide it is. Hmm. It's really small. So now we get to meet Mrs. Flanagan. I don't like her hair there and I hate those earrings. Yeah. Ugh, I don't you know like what? Those. I like those earrings. No! Yes, because they're triangles. They're not a circle. And they're like geometric. I do wish they were smaller. Ugh. That's my 80s earring mantra. I wish I they were smaller. I do not like those But at I like all. that they're like pyramids. I think they're unique. That's funny because I was thinking the same thing earlier. Jen, we have similar <laughs> tastes. Yeah, like a lack of. <laughs> okay, cream outfit lady. A little creamsicle. They're shaped better. Yeah. So they kind of like add some dimension. Yeah. And it's not just like this giant button that you're seeing on her ear. They look yeah, like buttons definitely. to me. It's just a triangle button to me. Oh, okay. 
You're placating again. God dang it. Just differing opinions. Different <laughs> senses of style. and. I do like her that. in pink, so I like the pink pop mm-hmm. collar. This sweater looks comfy. It, yeah. I'm not a big fan. Okay. I, I, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I, I just... Don't like Miss no. Flanagan's outfit. No. That bow shirt is so cute. That's cute. And I don't care what you say. Oh, man. That is a cute ass shirt. I would wear that if I was not so bosomed. Bosomed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's yellow flowers on the desk. Mm-hmm. Seriously, yes. this is like a heavy shout out to her yeah. mom. For sure. Okay, I do like the blue. I like the pop of purple in it, too. And I like the pop of purple, yes, yep. for sure. For an 80s outfit, I'm fine with it. Yeah. No problem. This is and I think better. I remember liking your hair, too. I don't, I don't think. Look oh, at look at her ring. ring. Doesn't that look like labradite? Mm-hmm. Or, it does. Yeah, yeah labradite. Mm-hmm. It does look like labradite. I love this. So uh, now <laughs> Francine, it's Francine's turn to talk to Mrs. Flanagan, and she's, mm-hmm. like, going through her application. And she's, like, blue eyes. And she's, like, yeah. And she's, like. Miss um, Desmond, under height you have five eight or five nine and then d-o-h what is d-o-h depending on heels i see weight 110 ish could you keep your voice down just a little bit (laughs) and you haven't filled out your age miss desmond no i didn't i didn't think it was really important i mean i am over 21 i'm quite sure you are Miss Desmond, this is a job questionnaire, and there are certain vital statistics that are required. Now, your age, please. Uh, 20. Do we know how old Francine is supposed to be in, in the show? No, I don't think they ever say. Um, I mean, specializes in men 30 to 40. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? So does, so does, um, so does Lexi. <laughs> Lexi does too, and she's only 26, so that doesn't mean anything. Oh my god. I gotta go. She, she, she likes them in their 40s and 50s. It's terrible. Yeah, I was like that too. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I always. It's the daddy issues. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I want them a little older. Just a year younger than me, but. Yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, no, that's like twice your age. Uh-huh. You're like, yep. So Francine is saved by the bell that uh, she gets called into the Burling's office. Mm-hmm. So she is told to go back. I think this is I one do of like my it. favorite outfit combination, hair combination bag that Francine wears, I think. Yeah. I'm oh, I didn't see now. her bag. It's really pretty. See. What's, what's It's like a, like, it looked like a really dark black. teal pla- pattern, oh, okay. I thought. See color. She looks much better in color. Yeah, yeah she definitely does. I love how Amanda's like mm-hmm. the professional here and she's like <laughs> really telling Francine like, you know, you need to get this job so do whatever you have to kind yeah. of thing. It's kind of funny. The tables have been turned here. I think you're right about the sweater. It looks cozy but boy, it's not cute. No, it's Amanda's not cute sweater, I think you're right. Uh, she looks big and bulky. Mm-hmm. You know, and big by meaning like she weighs like 120 mm-hmm. pounds instead of 115. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It mm-hmm. just looks bigger. So uh, the Burlings come out and meet the the ladies that are there for the job interview. And they said that they're going to try them all out uh, and see how they do. Um, so they're going to be going to a party, a clean, you know, they're going to clean before a party yep. and uh, see how that goes. 
So they all leave, and then the Burlings ask if there's anybody promising in there. And, uh, of course, they uh, Mrs. Flanagan brings up Amanda that, uh, you know, she's divorced, has a couple kids, and she's um, looking to make some extra money. Yeah. So she's perfect for what they need. So Mrs. Flanagan's up to her eyeballs in it, too. They're saying that they need some. They need to replace uh, Sally. I wonder why. Hmm. Yeah. Guess she left. Can't get good help in these days, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. So this is actually in the WB lot as well. Okay, that's cool. um uh, the where they have the party there. That's um in the WB lot there. Mm-hmm. That's like in the middle. So Amanda's house is over on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So she's got clip-on earrings there. Yeah, I know. Did you notice that too, Jen? I know. I wonder why. Because she does. The episode I watched the other day, she had, you know, just like little studs in. So she definitely has pierced ears. I wore clip-ons one time and they just like, like dug into my ear. Yeah, they're irritating. I, I used to when I was a kid, you know, oh, my, before wow. I had earrings, um, oh, before I had yeah. my ears pierced, my grandma would have clip-on earrings. Yeah. So I would, pl- you know, play dress up on them and they pinch. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, they I, pinch. That's all I can focus on when they're on. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. your ears just hurt. And they're like all red and everything. Yeah. I yeah. wonder why she does that. I don't hate them. I just don't like that they're... I like the black. I just don't like mm-hmm. that they come around like that. It seems weird. Yeah. I really like Francine's hair. Yeah. The French. And she does look good in a French braid. Like, especially when it's not like the poof up and yeah. down. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Like, they're just pressed forward. Yeah. I it's a little that. softer looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because she's so not wearing comfortable shoes and now she's paying for it. And Amanda's like, you should have wore sensible shoes. What does that mean? Did you guys see that? What is that? Che Guevara. Yeah, what is that? I didn't look it up. Anybody know? She said I'm not into the Che Guevara. Che Guevara. Look. What does that mean? Duh. Um, he was an Argentine Marxist revolutionary. So basically she Did you just say, oh, duh, like you should have known that? Yeah, because, <laughs> uh, like all the Spanish stuff, like Argentina, and I'm pretty sure he was part of like the... Like the lost generation sort of thing. Like, long story short, he was like communist and everything. So I think she's just saying like, I'm not a basic shoot bitch. That's what I'm getting okay. from that. That's, That's a big stretch. I think. Okay. But- there are too many p- crazy people out there that sacrifice comfort for fashion. I mean, I just don't understand it. Yeah. You can go, you can be, like I was at Walt Disney Park walking like five miles a day, and there's people in awful flip flops. Like, what are you doing? Aren't you dying? Yeah, go to, like, an amusement park, and you'll see women, like, in high heels, and you're like, what were you thinking? Or, yeah, some high heel thing. I, I don't know. I'm like Amanda. I'd be wearing my little Nikes. Yeah, yeah, she does too. That's smart. Amanda tells her, serve the food, see what we can find out. And then Francine goes to leave, and she's like, <gasps> and she's just mortified. And it's in... Amanda's like, what? What's wrong? And she's like, that that man over there, he's Scott Shane. I used to go out with him. And Amanda, so this is so good for her, though. You know, I love it because she's like all business, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like freaking out like Francine is. She's like, she's like, he's going to see me, recognize me. She goes, Francine, does he know what you do? And she's like, no, I told him I was a model. And she goes, well, since then you became made. <laughs> it seems like something Lee would say, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Like, get a hold of yourself, woman. Like, snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Just do your job. That's all you need to do. Just do your job. Yeah. And it's funny that it's coming from a housewife. Francine's reputation is very important. I was going to say, <laughs> it's because Francine is totally out of her element. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he looks up and he's like, 
those olives and cream cheese? And she's like, yes, sir. He goes, hmm. And he doesn't, she thinks he recognizes her and he doesn't at all. And then I love it when he leaves. She goes, he's still crazy about me. <laughs> and the dimpled her. look. It's so funny. Oh, and then speaking of her Nikes, she's got them on now. Mm. <laughs> White Nikes with the reds. Yes. They're yeah. back now. I saw some for sale. I was tempted to get some. I was going to say, I totally would buy some if I could find Oh, I'll, I'll send you the link. I have it. They're like $70. They're yeah, they're around. They're $70. They're super cute. I'll send them to you guys. Oh, $70. What? That's, for the throwback. That's cheap. <laughs> You can't get Nike. Nikes are like $120 usually when I get them. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't paid $120 for a pair of shoes in like years. Okay, so we talked about the button earrings. Again, I don't like these. I don't like these ones. I No, they're too buttony. They're square, weird. And apparently someone's grandma's sitting next to Amanda. Excuse you. Francine's underneath shirt is very unique. Like that collar. That outfit is horrible. Horrible. We may need to agree to disagree. No, that is a horrible one. I don't know about that. That is horrible. I mean, she looks like a grandma. I disagree. I kind of like it. The the colors do not match and don't go well together. And then she looks like an old lady. I like her hair. I like like that shirt. I do. The color, I would rather it's a color, but I think it's really unique. Like that collar is so cool looking. That that bottom part's fine if it was just that, but it's Mm -hmm. not. And I haven't even talked about Amanda's coat. You guys are so funny arguing about clothes all the time. I know. I know. We just, we're very particular on that stuff. (laughs) We check, when we we go into work, we check to see what the other one's wearing. And we're like, oh, okay, I like that. that, Where'd you get that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) We're fashionistas in our own little worlds. We're only wearing leggings and curlies every day. (laughs) I'm dressed up today. Yeah, I know. I wore pants today too, but I mean, I have, I'm wearing a perfect. So no, I have a, I have a, yeah, I have right. a um, plaid skirt on and a black sweater. That's true. Yesterday you wore pants. Yes, I yep. wore pants yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's always a big deal when I wear pants. <laughs> I know it is. It does look yeah. weird when you don't have leggings on. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it, lo- it looks funny. Okay, so Billy comes in um, mm-hmm. after Amanda and Francine are, are um, debriefing with Billy, letting him know how the process works and, and uh, you know, that they go in beforehand and clean and then they come in and, and do the, you know, the party event mm-hmm. and then they go, you know, clean after. Billy's like, all right, we're going to nail those guys who sold that information. What's next for you two? And she's like, a party tomorrow night at the Senator's. And uh, she goes, but first we go over and clean up during the day. Right, Francine? And Amanda's like so gung-ho about it. She's like super excited. And he just kind of laughs. Yeah, Francine puts her head in Yeah, her she's not happy. Poor Francine. I know. They have um, little, she's got her Nikes on again. And she's in high, she's in heels again. Like seriously, you're in pants. Just wear, wear mm-hmm. look at that. She's in big high heels too. Yeah. Why would you do that? Francine doesn't know how to dress down. She doesn't. Like, wear tennis shoes. I do. Just be taller. And she said, depending on heels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Her hair's not so um, coiffed anymore. (laughs) She's kind of flopped down and she's just like, (laughs) I I specialize in wealthy men 30, between 30 and 40. Ditto, sister. (laughs) I like their pee-pee badge (laughs) over their heart. (laughs) Their pee-pee badge. (laughs) Private party. Why would you put that there? It's like pee pee's are tears of my heart. 
her earrings match right the blue Mm -hmm. (laughs) they they at least match the um even her eyeshadow too looks blue oh god i hope not doesn't it don't you think a little bluish green yeah i love it amanda's like francine just go down in the kitchen and clean you know how to cook don't you (laughs) she's like uh well at least we're down up here she goes oh wait a minute no and she goes yes francine Francine, you just take a few of these crystals, you pour them in, they foam and bubble, and then take the brush. She goes, the part with the with the brush, she goes, I'll have to bend over. She's, she's like, I can't. Get on my knees. She's like, Francine. She goes, Amanda, now you seem like an, an enterprising young woman to me. How would you like to make an easy $10? She goes, 15 She's like, it's just a toilet. She goes, what are you going to be doing? She goes, the master suite. She goes, oh, the master. She goes, Francine, Mrs. Flanagan gave me a specific orders that I was to do the master suite. <laughs> she seems she seems like she's just all business, but you know she's got to be like loving it a little bit, yeah. right? <laughs> she's wrapped up her cleaning project and she's back at the office. Now she's got her different shoes on. Now she's got her heels on. Yeah. So she's mean with the bosses. Yeah. Look professional. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they're saying that uh, the senator's wife phoned and reported a pair of her diamond earrings missing. And Amanda's just like, okay. And she's like, uh, you know, I cleaned the bedroom, but I, I don't know anything about the earrings. And they said, well, do you mind emptying, emptying your purse? She's like, no, of course not. Well, you might uh, need to get an attorney now. So she starts pulling things out, and then all of a sudden she finds a big set of diamond earrings. Just happen to be laying in her purse. Mm-hmm. They act like they're so surprised. She's surprised. <laughs> they aren't. She's like, I really have no idea how those got in there. And they don't even say anything. They're like, Mrs. King, is, as we as well as you have a reputation to think of. I mean, they're not even, <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they're not even like, why did you steal those? They're just yeah. like, hey, you don't want to get blamed for this. We don't want to get blamed. We'll just have them return it, and then you'll just have to do us a favor. Yep. Ugh, they're so transparent. And they're telling her, you'll just do us a favor, and you'll get paid very well for it. And she's just like, okay. Now we're back at the agency, and Lee's talking to Amanda, supposedly on the phone, and uh, that uh, they'll dummy, the agency will dummy up some papers so that she can hand those over to them, and they won't know anything, you know, they won't know anything different. So at the end of the night... They head back. I don't think that was Amanda and Francine. Maybe. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at the peeping cat. Oh my gosh, really still? <laughs> it's like all over. It's on the van. <laughs> the peepee. No one thought of that. So Amanda comes back and she goes to see Mr. Burling to give him the papers. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the agency vehicle pulls up with Lee and a couple other guys, and they're right outside. Well, then Vic, the brother, is out in front of the building, and he watches the the feds come in. So he's laying back, and Amanda unfortunately finds the other Burling, and uh, he's not doing so well. He's just kind of hanging out. <laughs> oh, really? What? <laughs> Real, oh, she gets a drum, a snare, and I get, I get, uh, when I make jokes. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see who the favorite is. So Amanda finds Malcolm Burling, and he is, has his hands tied behind his back, and his neck, um, is, um, um, very cut up. 
Yeah. He's got a piano wire around it. And she's still upset. Oh, okay, now we have a blue outfit. I like her in the blue. Like the color, hate the dress. Not a very flattering dress. Right. Makes her look lumpy. Yep, and she's not. And she's not. And that necklace, too. I can't see the necklaces. I'm not a necklace. I don't wear necklaces like that, those big chunky ones, so I never like them anyway, so. I like Amanda's. I think I like that sweater with, like, the pleated sleeves like that. No, that's cute. And then the jeans and the... Yeah. And the pink, light pink like that. They've all had a lot of outfit changes. They have. But Lee just keeps being in drab stuff. Well, last, uh, the one that he was in when they went uh, in and when we saw him at the agency, he had a pink shirt on and a red, bright red tie. Or like deep, deep, Mm. vibrant red tie. I missed that. And now he's back into this sad drab thing. Into the what? Sad drab. Oh, sad drab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that necklace is bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, those earrings, those pink button earrings are just awful. Again, we're looking at the earrings and not talking about her hair, so there's something. Yeah. Something to it. <laughs> That's, I guess, you're you know right. What? Those earrings are not good. None, neither one of them had nice earrings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are, uh, Amanda's, you know, still shaken up about finding uh, the Burlings, and they know now know that Columbus is the one who did it, because uh, that was a very specific way in which Malcolm was killed. Mm-hmm. And... So now they know who they're dealing with, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of confirmed. They already knew, but it's kind of confirmed now. Right. And this, so uh, now they're at the cemetery mm-hmm. where Malcolm is uh, going to be buried. And Polly and Frankie walk up with this giant, I mean, giant funeral arrangement. And That's not cheap. No. And now, you know, you would normally place it down carefully. Mm-hmm. He just, like, drops it. Yep. Sympathy. I like how they zoom in on it because, yeah. you know, that's just a total farce. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Vic is there crouched over the, the very... They were quick to bury him, that's for sure. Yep. And he just throws it down mm-hmm. right by his face. He's like, I'm a sad man today, Vic. I hardly got to know your brother. And now... Ugh. He's like, what do you do when you're standing and faced with your brother's obvious killer? Right. And he could probably do the same. He would do the same thing to you. So you have to like suck it up. I mean, how do you not, you know, your skin's probably crawling. Yep. And you're freaking out. You're probably scared to death too, you know? So Columbus is like, Polly, fix the wreath. I want to talk to this young man. And he's all so, you know, fake Mm -hmm. sympathy. I do like a suit coat, though. I was just going to say, how do you like that dress coat? I, do, I like, like that guy I do dress like coat? the dress coat. I don't think, I think he looks better. I don't think he's anything. Yeah, I agree. He's not a silver fox by any well, stretch of the imagination. Right. So Columbus uh, takes him by the arm and he's like, I, I can't, can't turn my back. I can't turn back the clock and make things right with Malcolm again. Like, I can't unkill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's translate. I know this ain't the right time, but I told you this might happen. This is what I feared the most that that day in my office. I warned you. Yeah, you warned him. Ugh. Vic's like, yes, yes, you did. Because here you are without a brother. You're alone now and you still, you got no protection. So he's trying to, obviously, Vic has nothing he can do but work with Columbus at this point. Do you like his vest? I like the vest. I thought you might. Mm Mm-hmm. So Vic is obvious, you know, he's smart. He's not a, he's not completely stupid like his brother. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, you know, we can, we can have an arrangement. So, so Billy and Francine and Lee are trying to put all the pieces together and they're trying to figure out, well, obviously Vic and the Burlings were working with Columbus. And um, if Columbus and private party have started doing business together, then they can, they can really get both of them and, and close the case up. Yep. 
So they know all the players now, and now they want to, like Lee said, they want to go on the offense. And he's like, we're going to use Amanda. We have her go see Vic and Mrs. Flanagan. She tells them that she's anxious to earn some more extra money. And then, so what he's saying is they're going to set it up. They're going to set up the whole party. It's going to be their own party, so they'll reach out to the party the PPs, the party people, <laughs> and then they'll they'll figure out something to put in the safe and have Amanda go in and take it and give it to them, and then they'll catch mm-hmm. them red-handed. Is what they're they're planning on doing. Yeah. Now we're they're in the the WB ranch, and uh, in the backyard there, and Lee is boring some guy to death about uh, the the documentaries that IFF creates. Uh, what was it? Um, Night Sucker, Dracula Night Sucker, Dracula of the Dark. <laughs> riveting. It's riveting. He just gets. Oh, I'm just. It's so good. He's like, do you know the host today, the Minister of Defense? He goes, oh, vaguely. I met him a few years ago in Africa. He goes, in fact, there he is by the buffet. Oh, excuse me for a moment. Mm-hmm. I love it. He looks so cute. And then that that graduate student comes up and she's trying to be all, um, you know, speak in in Loma. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh, very nice accent. But here in America, I must speak English. Is it not true? And she starts following him. And he's like, please, so very nice to meet you. Your accent is excellent. And she's like, oh, she's like all giddy. I know. (laughs) I love it. And he comes up and he's like, next time we do this, make sure I speak English. (laughs) It's funny because they, um, they did a similar thing in an episode of Alias. And like the entire time I'm seeing Marsh, um, I'm seeing Dixon dressed up. I'm thinking of Billy and laughing. Like it's super funny. Cute. I like his little beanie. It's so cute. Yep. He's always, he's so smiley here. Yeah. I like, I think that's why I like it so much. He's got the best smile with mm-hmm. that, with that big space in between his teeth. Yep. I do not like Lee's outfit. I do not like him in that color. Mm-hmm. I agree. Camel is not his tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're 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 catching up uh and Lee's saying all we have to do is catch him in the act accepting the the information and then we're good and lee says he's uh, gonna go talk to amanda and then he says hold on to your dashiki <laughs> here you go again because somebody else is coming up now yeah. and he's like oh lord this must be i mean it's obviously very fortuitous for the agency but uh this is the one time that uh burling and Columbus's guy, Polly, Polly, um, they actually uh, are at the event, which normally wouldn't happen. And actually, Amanda points that out to Lee, like, hey, this something, something's up because normally um, Mr. Burling isn't at these events. Yeah. She obviously doesn't know Paul. She doesn't know Polly. <laughs> <laughs> but they both have their pee-pee badges on. <laughs> I'm trying to stop laughing about it, but they just, oh God, two letters. Yeah. Her cheekbones. I mean, look at that. The, the haircut does give her, I mean, shows off her cheekbones. But, I mean, probably a haircut doesn't matter what her hair looks she like. She does not need to have short hair to have yeah. us look at those cheekbones. <laughs> to have us look at those cheekbones. Amanda's uh, giving him some uh, hors d'oeuvres and they're, you know, he's telling her to any time you can get into the uh, room and, and take the information. So then she leaves. And then she also explains, like I mentioned earlier, she also explains that something's up because now Burling's there. So Mm -hmm. uh, Lee goes over to get some wine and uh, Burling remembers Lee from the night uh, that his brother died. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And Lee's like, okay. And they go by Billy. So Billy sees them leave. 
I do like Billy's outfit. That's really cool. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Very, very cool tie-dye work. So they, uh, Burling pulls Lee aside in the kind of in this brush area, and uh, uh, he's like, hey, you don't need your gun. He goes, I saw you the night um, that my brother was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know you're, you know, with law enforcement somehow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you with the police? He's like, no, but close. He's like, all right, I need your help. He tells Lee what Lee already knows, that Columbus killed his brother. And now he's worried that he's going to be killed too. So Lee's like, all right, well, you know, I can give you protection, but you're you're way beyond amnesty. You know, you're going you're gonna to have to pay for your crimes. And then Billy comes up. And so Lee calls him over and he's like, he's, he's willing to work with us now. They're talking. And then Paul Lee. Pulley. Oh, that's a good one. It's uh, it's Jersey Shore again. Pulley D. Pulley. Pulley shows up with his gun and takes uh, Lee's and then uh, forces them to follow him. <laughs> they even got uh, Billy's gun out of his uh, ankle holster. Really flicks her guns into the bush there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some little kid could just come upon those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who called the nose? Good lord, you're right. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice it. Yeah, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! That was Jen. Off there in mm-hmm. the scene. Mm-hmm. So, Polly. Now I have to say it that way. <laughs> Polly. I don't think anyone calls it that. Just... Takes uh takes all three of them and he forces them to get uh, in in uh, his vehicle. And Amanda goes into the house to take the fake papers mm-hmm. and she just happens to look out the window and sees that Lee, Billy and Mr. Burling are getting taken out at gunpoint. Ooh, and Lee just got hit in the tummy. Ouch. He's going to have a little bruise there. Sucker punch of the solar plexus. Ooh, very nice. Ouch. So Amanda runs out of the house and grabs Francine and says, hurry, you know, they need us. And she goes to leave. And the chef's like, you'll never work another job with me again if you leave. She goes, is that a promise? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they get out of the uh, run out of the building and just in time to see the car pull off. And then they see the PP van. <laughs> sitting there and so they jump in hey there's some yellow flowers mm-hmm. just writing his poetry at the back of the van <laughs> i know what's he doing he's, uh, he's listening to his walkman mm-hmm. they take off and that was in amanda's neighborhood by the way for anybody who was paying attention there you saw it and now they're back at that meat packing area um and oh that looks so painful so vic billy and lee <laughs> so short I know they're hanging from hooks and uh, they their pants are all hiked up and yeah. they're just you know they're they're in harnesses obviously because that would be really painful to stand there but yeah Billy's so like a good like almost two feet shorter <laughs> poor little guy so they have him hanging there um, next to the meat that does not look fun you can tell it's not comfortable their faces are all red and everything mm-hmm. So um, Columbus is trying to figure out who they are. And he's like, you either got guts or you're real stupid. <laughs> and then outside the van pulls up uh, and Francine and Amanda have come to help rescue them. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Francine tells her to take the van and go get help. And she's like, well, what are you going to be doing? She's like, I'm going in there. She goes, you can't go in there by yourself. And she's like, yes. And she goes, I'll go with you. She goes, no, yes, no. Just like Billy or Mm -hmm. just like Lee and Amanda always do. She goes, I might be able to help. And she's like, she goes, Lee's done it enough for me. And if there's a chance that I can help him, then I want to do it. And it's really sweet because Francine kind of sees her in a different light. Like, wow, you really are something else, you know, Mm -hmm. that. I have to say. Martha Smith did a good job with, I mean, she's not given a whole lot in these scenes. But yeah. When she did, like, exactly. Like, with this one, like, you can see her demeanor change mm-hmm. just as she's looking at Amanda as Amanda's speaking. Like, it was really well done. Yeah. Well, remember, yeah. Martha mentioned that... Um, you know, Mel would sometimes come up to her and be like, I, I know you didn't have a lot in that scene, but you really did that well, you know, with what you had. You you did great. And, you know, she said it always made her feel really good to, you know, get that little boost because, you know, you weren't given Shakespeare, you know, it's not Shakespeare, especially for somebody who's not the the main cast, uh, you know, the the head, what do you call it? The, the main subjects, sure. you know? Yeah, but you definitely can read her, her emotions on her face for sure, mm-hmm. Miranda. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I like it. And she's like, just when I think I have you, you know, figured out you have, you know, there's more surprises, you know, it's kind of cool. She goes, all right, but when you listen, when the going gets rough, you get going. <sighs> yeah, she won't. That's not how she rolls. <laughs> She'll say she's going to, but then she won't. Just ask Lee. So they did find Lee and Billy's identification because mm-hmm. now he knows their names. And uh, Polly's apparently helping himself to the cash back there. Did you see that? Yeah. He's like looking through for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, he is. He's, he's taking the money out. Oh, oh, he, he did. He took the money and he put it in his pocket. That's so funny. Yep. How funny is that? Saving up for his nose surgery. Oh, <laughs> ouch. So Lee's getting a little cocky with him. He's like, and Columbus goes over to him. And he says, Slynn, this is dead. He had a real bad accident. Without Johnny to swear to that testimony, you got nothing. And he, like, twists Lee around. He goes, "Uh, now I'm not worried. After 30 years of blood feuds, territory wars, and dodging creeps like you, I don't tend to worry much about anything. And then as he's talking, he's got his back to where Francine and Amanda sneak in. And then he cuts uh, Lee's shirt. And I thought, oh, he only cut his shirt. But then in a second there, you can see, like, an actual cut on his skin. Yeah. So they're showing that he actually cut him. I thought at first when I saw it, I thought... He just got his mm-hmm. his shirt. And tie. Oh, he got the tie, too. It wasn't yeah. a nice tie anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one of his good ones. So Amanda has an epiphany, and she's like, hey, they, they only know me as, you know, somebody who's stealing information, yeah. so they're going to think I'm one of them. So she's like, I can walk in there and cause a distraction. And Francine's like, you know, no. And, and she's like, but that's only, you know, there's no other option. So I guess we're going to go with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Amanda, look, we've done a good job on this so far. I'm not much of a housekeeper and you are not an agent. Okay. She's like, no, no, <laughs> I don't want you getting hurt. She's like, yes. She goes, talk only to Columbus. And then I like this. She's like, which one's Columbus? Mm-hmm. She's like the gray haired one. It's cute. They're like, I don't know. They're kind of like peers. Yeah. And this, you know, doing good teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got some cojones, man. She just jumps right up there and walks right into that dangerous situation, you know? (laughs) She's like, hello. (laughs) Who the hell are you? Uh, Amanda King, sir. 
So now Eagle Eyes will notice that when they just went back to show them hanging there, Lee is now on the other side of Billy. Mm -hmm. And before he was on Billy's, Billy, he was on Billy's left. Billy was in the middle. And Billy was in the middle. And now Lee is on the other side of Billy. (laughs) I mean, how do you, how would you not figure that out? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they were like, Swinging the books around somehow. I don't know. <laughs> well, they were playing. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let me rationalize it. <laughs> okay, you can do that. So Polly says to Frankie, "Hey, yeah, she's working. She works for the Burlings, and you know, he's like, how long you been working for me?'" She goes, "I just started, Mister Columbus." She's being all so respectful. He goes, "Hey, call me Frankie." She's like, "Frankie, thank you." <laughs> she's so much taller than him. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. He's got a butt chin. Yep. He's like, listen, forget what you see here. <laughs> Lee's looking at her. She goes, I don't see anything, sir. He's, he gives her a pat on the cheek. She goes, he goes, I like you. She goes, thank you, sir. And then whacks him with a big bucket. <laughs> and then now see, yeah, so they're all in. Oh, and maybe they flip-flopped them, but there they flip-flopped them. But before, they, he was on the other side of them. It seems like they were facing the other way. That's maybe, that maybe well. that could be. When Amanda came in there, facing the other way. Amanda grabs that knife out of the meat, and then she like cuts right through Billy's ties, yeah. and, and uh, she's just like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. And then Billy goes after the older guy, and then Mancine, I mean Francine, goes and fights, and it's clearly, clearly not Francine. In fact, it's quite obvious it's a man, yeah, <laughs> fighting. The driver. Billy has Rostov, I mean Frankie, under control. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Lee's got Polly. Yeah. And he finally gets his ties. Yeah. He was using, he had his hands tied and he was still kicking his butt. Mm-hmm. Oof, right in the tummy tums. <laughs> and then he throws him in a bucket of raw meat. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. He was like, let's go. So Francine's back. Mancine has left, apparently. <laughs> And now Vic comes in with a gun and he's like, all right, nobody move. It's like, really, dummy? And then Amanda comes and knocks that meat. You know, she had to touch that. That's so gross. Yeah. It's all wet and slimy. Ugh. You think those are just big plastic? They are. I, I'm sure. Still, it's still like gross. Like, living in the moment, like, yeah. Amanda had to touch those. Yeah. Yeah. The casting room for this was like, we made a bunch of hanging. <laughs> yeah. Plastic meat. I like it. Uh, Francine gives uh, Amanda a handshake. She's like, nice work. And he's like, she's like, Amanda, terrific. (laughs) And they shake hands. I guess together we're a pretty good one-two punch. And she shakes her hand. And then Billy says, Francine, let's get these turkeys out of here. And Lee says, you were great, Amanda. She goes, well, I really didn't so much. No, no, you were absolutely, that was great. That was great. She goes, well, it's, he goes, I mean, look, you went undercover, you <laughs> kept your eyes open, you got Francine, you followed us here tonight, and I mean, it took a lot of courage to walk into this room, Amanda. Really, it did, and, uh, well, I just want to say that, well, your bravery, it saved my life. And she's like, ah, and then they got that guy just hanging there. <laughs> That's sweet. Great acting by Vic. Yeah. That's sweet. His best work. His best. Oh, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> ouch. So now we're back at the agency, and Lee's got a gold box with a big bow on it, and he's bringing it over to Francine's desk. And Amanda 
is uh, wearing those red button earrings. Does like, Lee's jacket have like silver thread shot through it? Yeah, it looks like metallic. Wow. A little bit. Bold. I don't like those blue pants that he's wearing. They're like not royal. They're like, <laughs> or they're more like royal blue. <laughs> but nothing is worse than Francine's. That Pepto. All pink outfit with the earrings. This Look is at this her stroll, right? <laughs> she's so excited. <laughs> Kate's sweater's not bad. It's very 80s, but I mean, for the time, it was fine, I'm sure. But Francine's just giddy because she got to book Mrs. Flanagan, and then she got to ask her all those embarrassing questions like she got asked, so she loved it. Lee hands her the box, and he goes, this is for you, a little memento. And she's like, oh, Lee, thank you. She probably thinks it's flowers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And opens it up, and it's a big feather duster. I would whack him with it. The look (laughs) she gives is such disgust. She's like, very funny. And actually, um, for uh, what, what, Miranda, which event was it that they gave her one? Do you remember? Was it the 25th? I'm trying, it wasn't the 20th. It had to have been the 25th. Yeah, I think it was the 25th. They actually, because her birthday is always during the, or near the event, they gave her a, 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 like a feather duster. <laughs> it was cute. Well, now she has something to clean Billy's office with. Yeah, now she knows what to do, right? She has a cleaning tool. Yeah, <laughs> That's so funny. That was a that was a cute one. It wasn't. It's not one of my favorites by far, but it was I, it was cute. I actually like this one. I really like. Um, I like the dynamic between Amanda and Francine. I like that. Um, I love how Amanda just kind of takes charge in what she needs to do. She gets Francine to do what she needs to do, and she also, you know, she she does what she excels in. You know, she's a mom. She does the housework, all that. Right. But she's also it shows how much she's come as an agent too. Right. Even Lee says, you know, you keep your eyes open, which in the first season she would yeah have been running in <laughs> eyes closed and <laughs> like I'm lost or whatever. But she really owned it. It was, it was yeah. Cool. No, she, like it. It, she came into her own for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Yep. Like having Amanda and Francine working together for once. It's nice. Yes. Yeah. I agree. It's kind of a foreshadowing for fast food for thought. It's nice to have a change of pace. Yeah, for sure. Francine begins to appreciate Amanda's style, you know, and her unique perspective on things that she normally makes fun of and doesn't get to understand how it actually plays out. Yeah, like she's good at this, so this is, yeah. you know, this is her area, so I'm going to let her lead it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's finally seeing her in a different light, I think, for sure. So in the script, um, and this is in the final draft script, when they capture the guys in the, the meat warehouse, Lee says, no, I mean, everything you did, you went undercover, kept your eyes open, got Francine tonight, and followed us here. Amanda, walking in into this room, you took tremendous courage or bravery. Well, it saved my life. And Amanda reacts with embarrassment and pleasure as Lee puts his, an arm around her, and they begin to walk out. And then Amanda says, you forgot one thing I also did well. And he says, what's that? And she says, well, while I was at it, I was one heck of a maid. And they both laugh and depart. So that was added but not filmed, obviously. And then in the in the actual tag, right after Lee gives her the um, Francine the feather duster, she says, "Very funny," and turns on her heel and departs. Lee recovers from his laughing fit. Amanda's smiling. Amanda says, "She'll get you for this." And he says, "I don't doubt it." She places the duster on his desk. 
She says, so what's next? I mean, as long as I'm here, I thought if you had another case for me, I could just sort of segue on into it. He says, heavens no, you have earned yourself a break. She goes, I don't mind really. You said I did a good job. That makes me feel good. I just can't wait to get in there and start the next one. Lee rises and goes to her. Look, you're getting over dedicated here. Go home, put your feet up and relax. She says, you want me to go home? He nods. With a sigh, Amanda picks up the feather duster. She continues, I might as well take this then. It'll help me finish my my spring cleaning. Suddenly, Amanda's enthusiasm for her agency work becomes clear. Lee starts to laugh. After a moment, Amanda joins him, and then we freeze frame. So, yeah, I think the, I think it ends better as it's filmed. Yeah, I like the succinct yeah, yeah. frame scene. For sure. Anyways, that's, that's the, the main difference in the scripts. There weren't uh, many differences, actually. This is our new camera's video vault for Life of the Party. The first video is all about Francine and Amanda working together. Amanda's excited to be working with Francine for the first time, and we think, in the end, Francine has a better appreciation for Amanda's unique and effective style. Two women taking on organized crime and the mob together. The song is One of These Girls by the Spice Girls, and the video, which is full of Francine and Amanda clips, was put together by Moxie's SNK Vids. Who is the life of the party, you ask? Amanda is. She starts out by pointing out the maid is a suspect, goes undercover, doing what she knows best, convinces Francine to clean a toilet, faces Mr. Columbus, the piano wire strangler, and that double-crossing Vic, Burling, and saves Billy and Lee. Lee is very grateful, and she has earned Francine's respect. The song is Star of the Show by Thomas Rhett, and the video with clips highlighting Amanda was put together by Love SNK. You can find these videos on YouTube, and we have provided the links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. It's time for Dottie's Bookshelf, where we'll give you recommendations for fan fiction that go along with the episode. Uh, And this one is for Life of the Party. The first one is Treasured Beginnings, and it's written by Karen M. And it was written in 2001 and has about 1,600 words. The author calls this story AU, Alternative Universe, and places it as a filler tag for Life of the Party. Lee seems to have had an epiphany when it comes to Amanda. The second recommendation is written by Amber Stockton, and it's part of her Tiff's Tagalogs. This is an extension for the episode. Lee and Amanda have a few more laughs at Francine's expense and in the process deepen their friendship. As always, we'll share the links to these stories on our website at MKC Podcast in the show notes. That's it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you would like to leave us a message or tell us something that you thought while listening to the show today, you can reach out to us on Facebook at MKC Podcast, or you can reach us on Twitter at MKC Podcast. So join us next time for a double dose of Amanda on Season 2, Episode 17, Odds on a Dead Pigeon. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.